Well, hello there, lovers, and welcome back to Still Single, hosted by Rob Moore, Jordan Kahana, and Alex Weber. We're three best friends all in our mid-thirties, who are definitely still fucking single. Sit back, relax, pour yourself a nice glass of Cabernet Sauvignon and enjoy as we navigate being still single. Today's love story is called The Joys of Being Single. We're going in. Send it. Uh, it's send it. And we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. My dad listened to, uh, I just called him. He listened to all the episodes. He really Frank? likes. He really There's likes only one guys. episode out. Oh, then you listen to that one. <laughs> That's true. We've got we've got our. Ep- this is episode three, guys. What what is everybody drinking? Alex, you got like a a smoothie. Yeah, I'm, I'm big smoothie guy. What are you drinking? Is that like a? Oh, that's an energy drink. Yeah, I'm I'm into these new energy drinks. They're called Alani's, mm-hmm. and they they just fucking they're so tasty. Dude, they've what got so fun. much caffeine. They're great. What do you put in your it's, smoothies? Well, well, real quick, Rob, does it say 200 millis? 200 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah, it's like three cups of coffee you just yeah. take to the face. Yeah. I had one at 7.30 p.m. last night, and I could—I was just in my bedroom just like, I can't sleep. <laughs> I just can't sleep. What did was, you have to do? And then I had an espresso at dinner. I don't know. I love caffeine. That's okay. I'm just a big caffeine guy. Wait, quick question. Are you an addict too? Total. Total yeah, addict. Yeah, yeah, same, yeah. Same, same, same. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, little Jordan, what the- are your vices? I feel yeah. like you're just like, what is it? What are you like obsessed with? I know one I, Jordan has. <laughs> well, we we can potentially cut that, but what what are you gonna say? <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. I'm not I'm not somewhat intrigued, honestly, of you saying that. Um no, tell me about your uh your smoothies. I want to know what what's in there. Oh, a little deflection. Captain Deflect. <laughs> Okay. That was a solid deflection, dude. Thank you. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I love caffeine as well. A good espresso at the end of a, a meal is wonderful. Like a, a good hefty like Italian meal, a little espresso to to end the evening. Sign this and this this is such a sensitive thing. And and by the way, we're all going to get into the romance stuff. But thanks for being along the journey as we get settled. Uh, I really want a six pack, and I'm green. I'm drinking green drinks. I'm on this like melon diet. I see Jordan the other night. We're all part of a men's group. I see Jordan eating pizza and he just has nine abs. Like it's like unreal. And I don't do, get how it. How do you have such defined abs? He's it's so hot. He's, He's so, so hot. cut. He's just so <laughs> cut. Uh, a, I think it's a little of genetics. Like I, I think I just have had that. Um, and I think it was, it's a metabolism thing. Like my body just doesn't store fat. So you're just able to see that. So yeah, boohoo for Must me. Be oh, nice. oh no. <laughs> um, so, but I get cold really easily. So you know, I'm sure in the winters you guys are just like life's good, and I'm over there being like, I that was go negging. Home. You just negged us. You just that was negged a good us. Neg. I bet you guys are so warm in the winter because of all your blubber. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly like I never get cold. I'm always sweating. I'm sweaty. I'm hairy. I'm just, I'm, I'm made for the winter. But you're so large, dude. People love that. How big you are. That is true. I'm big. I'm a big presence. Six foot three. You walk into a room. It's like, you, you know, I'm there. (laughs) You can't unsee me. Uh, So today's episode, what did we decide we were going to talk about? The enjoyment of singledom. Oh, the enjoyment of singledom. Because we we were we were been talking a lot, and we need to like emphasize the fact we do know that the title of this podcast is still single. We have still settled single. on that, um, but there could be potential connotations around that of saying, "Well, boohoo for us, we're still single." And there's not we're not coming at it as a negative approach, and there are positives to being single and having your independence. So we want to talk about that because we're not coming here being like, hey, we're three guys who have never gone on a date or have had a girlfriend. So we don't know. And we're still single in that like headspace or mind frame of things. So uh, Alex, I know you were talking a bit about this um, as well. Like 
kick us off. I'm a little shook. I don't know how much we'll go into this. I uh, had gone on some dates with someone and we decided that it wouldn't be a good, a good fit, but that like happened like 60 seconds before we hit record. So like, I'm just going to spend two minutes and own that of like breakups are really hard. And I think let's just do that. And then we'll go into the still single. That's okay. If I just own this for a second, because I think we all have this feeling. It's like, I don't know. I've joked around with, with my friends and that like, you're not playing racquetball and you decide to stop playing racquetball. You're walking down an arena of the most intimate, primal, vulnerable expression of yourself, which is love and intimacy and acceptance or rejection of who you are. And so I found that when that ends, whether that's after one date or one year or freaking 20 years, you can definitely approach it with maturity, maturity and integrity, of course, but it's still just a raw feeling. I, I don't know. Did you guys feel that? I mean, it's, it's emotional. I, I 100% agree. I mean, I think breakups is, it's a part of, you're losing a part of yourself. I mean, when, when you are with somebody, you kind of create this like co-partnership, a, a duality of life. And then all of a sudden it ends. And even if it's just like after four or five dates, like that's a relationship. I mean, there's still something there. You guys have created some kind of connection and then for it to just fizzle like McConaughey into the ether. <laughs> yeah, there it goes. It's like, you know, part of yourself kind of dies and like a version of yourself, you're like, wait, I could have seen us doing this. And then it's, it's done. It's sad. It really is sad. It's definitely part of loss. It forces you to look in the mirror a little bit and then you start second guessing yourself and questioning, you know, maybe she's not giving me this whole truth of the things that she isn't, you know, like, is it my looks? Is it this thing that I said that one time on that one, you start micromanaging yeah. or going back and thinking about each situation, especially depending on like the intensity level that you had towards that person. But still, regardless, it is like, you know, a little shot to the ego of just being like all right back to the drawing board yeah well i think you also nailed it because it's you there's something wrong right a unless you were the one who totally had closure and do it there's some moment of like you don't feel enough you don't feel safe you don't feel all these words that they say in therapy and inner child and healing you don't feel that um but that leads us to as we're talking about this podcast still single. And I think as Jordan and, and Rob kind of referenced, you know, Jordan sent around, by the way, we talk all the time. Us three are on a text thread. We each talked last night for like an hour, just about life. And this is it codependent. Hard to say. Uh, but Jordan shared the like, it's Matthew, okay. It's a, it's like a yeah. level of codependency that I think is it's healthy right now. We're all single. We're navigating the jungle. I yeah. think it's okay. We're, I, we're working on this podcast together that we're very excited <laughs> about. Like we're, you know, uh, topics and discussions, like other things, you know, we're uh, trying to keep this a bit of a float of like, Hey, this has been really fun. This is a great, like side, you know, hustle thing for us to do on top of this actually being our life of like a, a goal that we're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jordan shared Matthew Hussey, just a, a, a lovely British romantic expert who he said the line still single in one of his, you know, episodes podcast. Yeah. yeah. And it was, uh, it, it was a little bit about, and we've gone through this too, of like, why is that still so loaded with shame? Uh, why it to be still single? I'm curious what you guys think. It kind of goes back to episode one, where I brought up how being in your early 30s is kind of attractive to mid 20s. And now saying that we're 35, like, see, there's, I don't know, like, the, I, I think it's a loaded question when people come up and are like, how are you still single? You're such a great guy. Like, you're such a catch. Like, how is this possible? And it's like, well, I'm happy to tell you about my traumas and past relationships <laughs> that have like scarred me like so much to the point. And this is something that I've been thinking about a lot too, is that I do this thing and, and some, uh, okay. So I'm just going to jump into this as Alex says, I'm going to own this. 
So I do this thing about giving girls nicknames versus actually using their name. And so as opposed to like, it, it gives a, le- a little less like investment towards my friends talking about them and me at, because it doesn't like, you know, I, I met this girl at the coffee shop. And so to my friends, she's coffee shop girl. And it's a little bit easier to remember who this person is when you have that that uh, like that name, that nickname, that the playfulness around it. As when you're talking to, with your friends. Yeah. As opposed to like, oh, I met this girl, Jennifer at the coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah. We've been talking. And then like a week or two later, me coming to you, Alex being like, yeah. So Jennifer. And you're like, wait, who, which one is it? Like, you know, as opposed to, oh, coffee shop girl. You're like, there's this consistency that name, but at the same time, I'm aware that like, I'm not like because of past situations and me like not wanting to fully invest my friends and even maybe my mindset, I create nicknames around it. So that's my tangent around this. Well, I remember I kind of do that too, where like, I I almost feel like, am I actually in a relate? I don't feel like I'm in a relationship with a woman until she has a nickname. Is that weird? Like a a non like, like a playful, like schmoopy. Yeah, like a play, like a playful name, and it, it's not even like we're talking on like babe or darling or sweetie level, but it's like something that's based on kind of an inside joke, that's and good. then like yeah. th- that's like what sh- she is in my mind, and then at that point I'm like, oh, I'm in a relationship because you have a nickname. Well, that feels yeah. like girlfriend of four to six months getting like a playful nickname like that. Like I'm not approaching coffee shop. Rob moves fast. That's so true. Like I'm not a I'm not calling coffee shop girl coffee shop girl to her face. You like, should. You just, should try it. Yeah. I just, <laughs> just uh, I just hey, got coffee shop girl. <laughs> it's me, Jordan. Just checking in on your coffee shop order today, coffee shop girl. Oh man. Well, it's like, a, it's a, what both you guys are saying is like, uh, intimacy robs is like an accelerator of intimacy and yours is like almost a, a defense mechanism of it. Well, I, I mean, I, I can fall down this rabbit hole also about how I dislike the use of babe and how everyone in a relationship calls each other babe. And like Babe's you're at the greatest. No, no, no. Because if you call, okay, if you call each significant other that you have babe, it loses that impact mm. of like, if you have that unique nickname for that girl that you're seeing, that is hers and she owns that. As opposed to you're out with like two or three of your other friends who are in couples and everyone's there, hey, babe, can you get me? The, hey, babe. And everyone's calling each other babe. It's the the, the impact of that and the importance around that. I, I understand it's a term of endearment, but when that is like, when they're saved in your phone as babe and you can only like only refer to them as that. And this is probably why I'm, I'm still single. No. I just like push <laughs> You cannot call you me babe. Yeah, how dare you, babe, baby, out the window. Um, but I, I do think nicknames. Jordan, are I important. just like you. You're my babe, Jordan. I just want to call you babe, babe. Sorry, that's one of my things that I. It's that's that's a quirk for me. I, I would say. So I, I mean, I think it's totally fair. I I um, I you know the two of you obviously have different sagas than i do i feel like i'm kind of the outlier um because i've always been in a relationship literally since i was like 15 and i feel like i was in a long distance relationship then i was or a long long-term relationship that i was you know long-term got married then i had another relationship after my wife passed and it's like i want to talk about like what i've been trying to embrace being single um because obviously like still single has this connotation of like we've been single for a while and like i've known you both to be in like really committed relationships as well as being single and i think it'd be interesting for us to talk about just like some of the the pros of being single um so i'll kick it off by just saying i've been eating a lot of ice cream by myself (laughs) a lot and also energy drinks rob's just pounding energy drinks and eating ice cream my heart is going to explode (laughs) And it is not from heartbreak. It is from ice cream and energy drinks. Because I literally every night I'm like, hmm, what am I going to eat for ice cream tonight? It's going to be an ice cream sandwich. 
Am I going to blow her two scoops of ice cream? What am I doing? And I'm like, I've got this like sweet tooth. It's like bad. I think I'm getting, becoming diabetic. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't, you're not wrong with that. Cause I have a bag of um, M&Ms in my freezer. And at the, like literally right before bed, I grab like four or five and, and just pop them. Like, four or five M&Ms. That's why you're shredded. I would eat literally 40 <laughs> M&Ms. Yeah, like, Jordan's literally. like, I grab one M&M and, and I smell it and then I put it back. I cut it into fours and that <laughs> is my I suck portion. the chocolate off. <laughs> <laughs> then I do push-ups and sit-ups and go to bed. It's the same, Rob. It's, it's pretty much the same. I got to know what, what ice cream you have. Are, these are pints of ice cream. Oh, that you yeah, have in your pints. freezer? They're fucking, they're fucking pints, man. <laughs> I got mint chocolate chip. I got chocolate. I've got like the sweet cookie. It's all like Trader Joe's stuff. And I, you know, sometimes I will take myself out for a date. Like I'll, I, I've been like actively trying to like date myself. That's been something I've mm. been like working on. Just because I, there was a point in this last, you know, six months where like I was so anxious. I like, couldn't even like sit still and like watch a movie by myself. I was feeling like super anxious, like I'm never going to find a partner and I'm always going to be alone. And like, you kind of get in that mindset and it can be a little scary, but that, you know, I've, I've grown past that, which is good. And I've been taking myself on these like ice cream dates or I've like gone to the movies by myself and it's pretty fun. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's definitely fun. I, I will say if I didn't have the outlet to like share my experience on like TikTok or like Instagram, it would maybe feel a little bit lonelier. Um, but I have, I have found that I'm like, you know, getting more comfortable, just like taking myself out for dates, which is seriously something I've never done in my life. Do you open the door for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pull out the chair. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. That was sweet of you. Uh, that was sweet. Yeah. Just like a crazy person I talking to himself <laughs> over ice cream. <laughs> what flavor did you get? Well, I got... <laughs> I mean, I think the answer with, you know, being single, the, the strongest positive of it is that you can focus on yourself. And there's definitely a threshold with like overdoing it or getting reckless or all that. But I think the biggest positive I would say for me, and maybe it goes to you guys is like, I know that we do lead lives of, we really want to express ourselves. We really want to do things. We have high ambitions. We, we want to be of impact. And I think one thing is in that land of being single, you can honor some of the things that are in you. And, and, you know, for anyone listening, maybe that's like doing a pottery class or starting a podcast or whatever it might be. And I think when you're single, yes, you don't have those hours of intimacy and companionship and all that good stuff, Connection, but a hundred percent, but you do have an opportunity for another really wonderful positive outlet i think no i agree i mean i i definitely <laughs> like i wouldn't have started like podcasting or doing this tiktok if i was just kind of or like, your film yeah or my film literally i would not have done ghosted. that movie ghosted uh tickets go on sale thursday july 14th premiere is monday july 25th let's go first plug first plug very excited. That's in um, LA. But seriously, yeah, the Venice Film Festival. It's in LA. Yeah. Are you flying in? You guys flying in? I I I I truthfully did text Alex like two weeks ago to be like, we should fly in. Well, I think we're gonna do a screening in Austin too during the Men We Admire retreat. Uh, we're Hell gonna figure yeah. that out. But if you're listening, and Rob, what's the date again? July twenty fifth. Uh, is the premiere tickets go on sale after this episode is going to go out. Yeah, that works perfectly. So this episode will go out. <laughs> listen to this episode, travel back and go see Rob. Travel back the... in time. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> this this episode will come out and then the premiere is like the following Monday. So okay, go see Rob. Anyways, we'll 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 post links. We'll do links and stuff. Um but I will say like I in order to finish this film, I literally had to like stop dating. Like I was just like, I'm not going to go on any dates. I deleted the apps. I was in um, kind of like edit, like the editing process of the film. And I was just like, they're like, I need to just focus on this. And I mean, truly like my, my baseline is like, I'm texting my girlfriend when I'm like about to take a shower. 
Like that's how communicative I am. Like I'm literally like, hey babe, fucking babe. Hey babe, you know, gonna shower. Hey babe, just left Trader Joe's. Like, hey babe, going to the gym. Babe, 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 babe. And it's like, that's that's what I'm used to. So now I just text you guys. <laughs> Rod, Jordan and I are like, yeah, man, take a shower. It's fine. Just like, <laughs> we'll, we'll still be here. I do want to jump on a point, though, that that we got some feedback on. And, and uh, Rob, you had mentioned this about deleting the dating apps. And I know we had talked about uh, in <clears throat> a past uh, episode about like, Alex, get off the apps, do it, man. Like there has been great positivity that I have gotten. And I know that you guys have gotten from the connections that have happened through dating apps. So we're not sitting here and being like, everyone should delete the dating app. Dating apps are great. It's a great way to connect. It makes it easy for you to connect with people. And you just need to be sometimes be better about like vetting. Maybe there is that FaceTime vibe check before going out. If you have that questioning, but uh, we're not sitting here and being like, dating apps are terrible and meeting in the wild is hundred percent how you have to go about doing this. But I, I think just the, the time and attention, especially being single is like the amount of time that you have to put in there and like communicate and, and connect and, and your attention span is get, just gets lost with that, where that's what Rob is saying that he needed to remove this distraction to get things done. And I think it was important for me too to remove that as I'm like setting personal goals that it's just like, Oh, okay. Like how there are other ways to get connected and it's not like I'm off social media completely. So like that has been an outlet for me to get connections. Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to touch base on that, that we're not sitting here and, and being like hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I, I mean, I've met, I've met amazing women on dating apps. I've been in relationships with women from dating apps and had amazing relationships. So it's not like were anti-dating apps. I think for me personally, it was just a time for me to like delete them and see what existence without it would be. Well, this is such a good point because there's a threshold, right? And I think for every person, there's going to be your your own. So like, let's say you work, you're a nurse and you're working or, or you have like a fi- whatever kind of job and you're working nonstop and you really don't have you, you know, the the dating app is like a really awesome way of actually meeting someone. I think for us, maybe we shared in like, it kept feeling like we were seeking and you're just one swipe away. And it also kind of planted this thing of like, not fully being present if you were going on dates or all this because of this idea or fantasy of like, but what if your wife is on the next swipe? And, you know, and so I think that was part of our journey was like, no, let's just be present with where we're at. Alex, you're you're talking as as if you're inclusive in this to Rob and myself. Has has an action taken place? Yeah, dude. Don't you, you need still to let have us like that? Yeah, that you need to let us know dating apps. So I'm not on six. I got um, kicked off a few. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, I gotta at least acknowledge it, it, that. Yeah, I got kicked off one because you had to verify your photo to like. And I guess I screwed up the photo and, uh, but it's for the best. Um, yeah, I guess I should delete them. I guess I should delete them. Should I, well, what which, do you think? Which ones comment. are you on? Yeah. Comment, like subscribe. Which ones are you on? <laughs> Let's start with that. Well, I'm not looking at them. That is the honest truth. I'm not engaging on them. Um, but it's, I, I guess I'm just, they're just there. They're just there. Which, so which ones are you on? If, if I may ask what is just there is is hinge uh and and bumble okay (laughs) there's nothing wrong with that and then which one did you get kicked off of did you get kicked off to tinder guys i feel really uncomfortable with this line of questioning uh i so okay i'm just gonna we're, we're too far in now so uh for one of the apps and 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 i'll be honest with you when i was Oh gosh. All right, here we go. So I was, <laughs> I was, I took a while off the dating apps and then I was like months I did. And then I was lonely and I was like, you know what? I am allowed, like, it's okay, Alex. Like you can go on dates with people. You can meet people. That's what, that's what adults do. So in that, and Rob and I are addicts, I'm not lumping you in, in this Rob, but I was like, well, download them all. So I download hinge bumble and Tinder. And then I was like, you know what, Alex, like, I don't really think you want to be on Tinder. And then it asked me to verify a photo where I had to do this like trendy peace sign and like 
it was just, and as I was doing it, I was like, Alex, you don't want to be a grown man doing this peace sign for a dating app. Like it was just pose model pose and I didn't do it well. And then they didn't accept me and it's for the best. I, I think it's really interesting because I've experienced levels of shame and guilt with the dating apps because there is so much inbound. And I mean, after my most recent break relationship ended, I got on like six dating apps thinking that it was going to like help me get through the breakup. And it really only hurt me. Like it truly, really like made me super sad and depressed. And so that was another reason why I was like, you know what, let's take a break and, and let's get off of them. I, I have noticed that like, because there's so many options once you're on the dating apps, it's like, I would get into my car after a date and I would literally like open up hinge again after I just went on a date just to be like, well, who else is in my inbox? Who else is sexy or who else is quirkier or whatever? Because that one was good, but it wasn't amazing. So I guess the theory I'm trying to put out there is like, because we have so many options, do we almost have the swipe fatigue? And I know I've mentioned this before where it's like, we don't want to settle per se, because there is so much out there. I think it's a really honest. I'm Jordan. I'm curious what you think. I'm just going to say, like, I think that's such an honest answer. And I'm, I'm right there with you of like, you know, there is shame. Like, even as I'm telling you that I'm on these dating apps, I'm like, I feel like sick in my stomach. And I don't know why that is. Like, I feel like a disappointment or shame or like I shouldn't be. Um, and I think, you know, just like Rob said, there's this ever present. What if grass is greener and uh, yeah, I don't know, Jordan, do you, have you found that? Um, yeah, I mean, that was the main reason for me of like why I wanted to get off. But I also think like trying to put, you know, a little more and uh, we got asked this question a, a bunch about like, um, the intentions that we're setting while we're, we're dating or while we're seeking a partner. And this is an interesting conversation that I've had in the past with people about how many dates will you go on with someone before you shut it down. And I think with dating apps or just the way that dating is societally and how we talked last episode about an ick and a red flag and that like, you know, two dates in, you get the ick and all right, I'm out versus, you know, hey, let's build this over time, like how many dates will you give someone? Will it be five dates is 10 dates? Like, you know, at what point do you kind of, it, it takes time to build this true comfort and connection and, and to find this, um, the, I, I don't know. I, I think we're just so quick to be like, what, what else is out there? What's better? What's like, this person had a little, you know, like they check all the boxes, but they're not, you know, I remember talking to you about a girl that I, I went on a couple of dates with where I was just like, man, she like is checking all the boxes, but like, it's another blonde haired, blue eyed girl. Like, you know, and I'm just like, that's not usually what I go after. That's, a, you know, and I'm like, it's a very Seinfeld approach of us being like, what is this one thing that I don't like that I'm going to focus on that I can't get over and then call it a day, you know, and be like, all right, let me, let me see what else is out there. Um, so there, there's a lot of variation, but I, I do want to like focus and circle back of like, what are we excited about being single? We're talking still about dating. Like, what are you enjoying? Like Rob's enjoying going on dates by himself and, and seeing that like Alex in this time, you know, you're now in a new city, you're in the mountains. You love that. Like, I know the Creek brings you so much joy. Like what are certain things and goals that you are accomplishing or, or working on that you have I'll, with this freedom? I'll give my honest, just shoot from the hip answer here, which is, Pew 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 uh, pew. <laughs> I think, I think my, uh, I'm laughing because we all chose like a toy gun. None of us. Uh, anyways, um, I am not. I don't think I'm Mr. Weber yet for Mrs. Weber, and I'm actually okay with. I, this is like a deeper answer, but I know that this season of my life is growing and taking steps and looking inward and strengthening things to step into being Mr. Weber, who can meet Mrs. Weber. And um, I'm just okay with that, even if that brings some disappointments and frustrations or loneliness, um, it's okay, because I think that's just the chapter of life that I'm in right now.
I get snaps. I you get snaps. I thought that was so well said. I think that's Thanks, beautiful. Man. You know, I I talked with um, a mutual friend of ours, Dana uh, Karitskis, the D Spot, and had her on the Single Girl Dad podcast, and she talked about this idea of like, do you think? Because I was like, when I meet the girl, then I'll be ready. And she's Dude, that like, that clip is so good. Yeah, it's so good. It's, yeah, and and she's great. She's amazing. She's amazing. We should have her on this podcast. And honestly, like she just made it clear. It's like she's like, I don't think a girl is going to make you ready. I think you need to get ready, and then the girl will come. Because I've had this POV in my life, even after losing losing Noelle, where I was like, well, I'll feel better once I have my partner in crime. I won't be as sad or I won't be as hurt once I have my partner in crime and that's just unfortunately not how this works. It's like, you got to stand on your own as a man. I love how you refer yourself as Mr. Weber. That was the first time that's happened. Yeah. Dude, big progress. (laughs) I love this. This is, this is big progress. So Mr. Kahana, what, what do you need to work on in, um, in your life to kind of get Uh, yourself ready? Putting things away after I make a sandwich, definitely top tier. Um, I think patience is a a thing for me. Uh, And I think that goes in with like when you're ready and being patient for yourself and for this growth and for, you know, and, and I kind of push back a little, I I was listening back to the the episodes and being like looking for our soulmate or the one. And I kind of push back on that connotation around it of just, you know, cause I think it is relationships are tough. And if you're just like, this is my soulmate, that's going to work. And like, because they're my soulmate and not putting in that, work or effort around the relationship is, uh, is so important. And so I think like to Dana's point to what we're talking about right now is that we're all working on ourselves. So patience is a big thing for me, setting some certain goals. I'm definitely trying to learn Spanish and working on that. I went to central and South America for a month. I think being able to be bilingual is such a cool task and to, to put in the work behind um, closed doors. You know, Alex, you mentioned in uh, episode two about how like, you don't like talking about something until it's, it's complete, you know, and here we are kind of like showing how the sausage is made of us being like, we're dating here and I'm giving everyone nicknames because I don't take it seriously and all this other stuff. And so um, to kind of, you know, remove that fourth wall a little bit, I think is, is awesome. And that's why we're having so much fun doing this. So for me, it's just like, really just like patience and, and, and finding the the little intricacies that, you know, my ADHD is kind of flaring up. I feel like I can't like focus and get tasks done. So I'm really honing in on that when I go to therapy and, and talk with my therapist and, and looking into like, will Adderall help me out? Will like, how can I be this best version of myself to accomplish my goals so that I am ready for this next chapter. I, I just want to step in here. First of all, snaps, snaps to Jordan. Thanks. Thank you. That was really nice. Um, <clears throat> I just want to step in here and also acknowledge like, you know, I got married at 26. I was, I was definitely young and there was this notion of like, well, here we are growing our lives together. And, and this, the, the point is, is like when we all meet our next partners in crime, like it doesn't mean that we individually have to be like grown. Like it's, it's still growing. You're always still growing. And just because, you know, like I'm putting in time, like working on myself right now, and hopefully that'll, you know, just get me to a certain level in terms of my own personal journey. If then I meet my partner in crime, it doesn't mean that I'm like, I'm grown. And like, I'm, there's no more growing to be done. It's like, then there's going to be growth in that relationship and there's going to be growth, you know, maybe we build a family together and that's going to be its own thing. So it's, it's interesting these like seasons of life. Um, yeah, I mean, I think just kind of echoing like just even from the beginning of the podcast where we're all kind of like a little goofier, like talking about like nicknames and like I mentioned that someone that I'd gone on dates with just just ended, but like the real underneath that of like, listen, we're all uh, we love each other and like we like we're excited to go on dates. We're excited to like meet someone. So that's going to come through in this of like, we're going on dates and funny stories. But I think below that, and really why we started this was we want to make changes. We want to like grow and do things differently. And that's like, just like what Jordan was saying of like going to therapy and looking at what he's doing. And, you know, I actually talked to both these guys because I really wanted to last night act in integrity 
uh, versus being exciting and maybe going on a date with someone who showed interest. Like, no, like that wouldn't be the right move at this point in, in a journey. And, um, and Rob, I know you're doing that so much, especially with Leia, your daughter, which like, there's sometimes, man, like, I'll just remember, I'm like, Rob's a dad. Like we all are doing all this stuff, careers and romance and love. And then I'm like, Oh yeah. And he's a dad. Like, dude, you're such an amazing dad. And so I, I think that's where this podcast came is like, we really want to step into like that next season of life. Yeah. And I, I, snap, 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 big snap. This is maybe this episode's called the snaps. Uh, I guess, you know, for, for me, like if I look at the next like six months, you know, goals, right. I'd say the last two, three months was like, I want to make this film and now I made it. And like the film is going to get out and it's kind of crazy. I'm like, I look back and I'm like, dude, that you did that. Like you did it. It's happening. Now these next six months, personally, what I'm focusing on is like building some kind of following on social, on TikTok, on Instagram, kind of following you boys, because I just look up to that. And I think in, in our industry, it's like, there's no, it, it, it only behooves you uh, ah. to have a social following. Isn't that a great usage of yeah, behoove? Well done. Yeah. Thank you. We had a big meeting, uh, quick 10 second. We had a big meeting, Rob and I, years ago, and the meeting had gone great. And then in the last meet, in the last minute, he used behoove the wrong way. And it completely like that it was like, a negative. And everyone, it just ended on such an awkward note. <laughs> Behoove, wait, I actually thought you were using it the wrong way. Behoove is, is it good? You, you, you want like, the hoof. You, you want the hoof. You, <laughs> you want the hoof. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was behoove, under the impression. You that, want the hoof. Yeah. I, I remember that okay. from so long ago. <laughs> That's so um, funny. So, so, yeah, finish this and, and I'm, I want to jump in on something. No, I that that's that's it. Go for it, Jordan. Well, we I know Alex, you have to go kind of soon, and um, I know that there was a segment that you wanted to to jump in here with um, some listener questionnaires um, or questioning. I guess yeah, yeah, right yeah. Phrasing. Um, can you play us sure. the the first one? And I have one for us as well. Well, maybe we'll we'll do yours first because and we'll. So basically we, we thought it'd be cool. We were getting a lot of messages from people, from listeners, from you. So first off, we can't literally thank you enough for actually listening to this. That's so cool. That oh, your you're friends. Like, yeah. Like subscribe, share, snaps. rate. Like that's amazing. Um, and some people had shared questions, stories of breakups that they'd gone through or asking like, Hey, what's a guy's opinion. So uh, we're here for, and with you. So on that note, a few people submitted questions that we're going to answer. This is going to be a recurring thing. So if you got questions for us, you want to share a story, uh, anything, just DM one of us at Jordan Kahana at which one do you prefer, Rob? Well, I, you could go with single girl dad. Let's just yeah. build that. Well, we're trying to build, dad. You, you literally just said you're trying to build an audience. So which one are we filtering this? Single girl dad. Let's just lean into single Love girl dad. That. At single girl dad and uh, at I'm Alex Weber. And uh, Jordan, you, you want to play yours first? Um, sure. Yeah, I can do that. All right. While Jordan's getting this, uh, get this going, I just want to, um, do another push for the podcast. Uh, if you guys can just give a five-star rating, that really helps us too. It just, it just gets the word out there. Love that. All right. I'm ready. This is from Ari. Okay. Play it loud to the microphone. Hey guys. Okay. So I was talking with my girlfriend about a few questions and we wanted to get a guy's perspective. So my first question is, do you think that if your exes were to have the opportunity to meet and become friends, that they would get along? And then the follow-up question to that is, would you say that across the board, your exes are pretty similar to each other or pretty different from each other? Fantastic question, Ari. Is it just me or does Ari have like a really attractive voice? I, yes, yeah, so much. I, I messaged her back being like, uh, great voice. Do you just want to read ads for us or something? Like, can you read me a bedtime story? Like, it was, yeah, I, wow. I definitely had to commend her on that. Thank you, Ari, for that question. Yeah. Um, so, so just to recap, so she asked, do you think our exes would get along with each other? 
Yes. And if, then if, like, you know, fantasy bar situation, they're hanging out and, you know, hanging out and would they, yes, would they be friends? Who wants to go first? Along? Alex. I mean, I'll, I'll uh, and then I think the part two was, are they similar? Um, they would not get along. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's not a reflection of anything except for just the truth that I don't think any of them would get along. They're all extremely different. Um, and I think the only commonality that they might bond on for a little while is like, isn't it weird that Alex did this? Like, <laughs> or something like, um, yeah, I, I think I've just dated people who my relationships, they're, they're just all so different. I think part of that, if I'm reflecting on it is like, I think one time I went with someone who was very intense in type A. One time I dated someone who was older. One time I dated someone who was super present and kind of hippie and loved just everything earth. And I, I just don't know if they would actually get along, which do is, you think that, ref, do you think that reflects your growth or your, you know, like as a person of just like, these were different chapters of your life that you were seeking where like, you're like, I'm super type a, so I should be with some, and like, Hey, I need to be a bit more spiritual. So let me get connected with that. Like, does yeah. that speak to you and where you were? I, I think my combo is like the older person was, had done really well in her career. And I think, you know, I was younger, I was 25. And I think I found that attractive. And the person who was more loved earth and the moments of life, it was so beautiful. Cause I was just like, oh my gosh, she's just so present. And then the type A person was like, very go career, go, go, like, let's go for a hike. Let's go do this. And I think exactly what you said. I think I'm attracted to all of those but it's like a Venn diagram and I want to get in that squishy yellow lemony center. And I think I had to explore all extremes to get there. I've, I've definitely felt similarly where I'm like, okay, I really liked this element of this X or, and I really like this element of that X. And the truth is, is like every woman is completely individual and has their own nuances. And I can't even break down my X's in terms of a type because they're all so different. Um, I mean, if we're speaking in generalities, Ari, it's like, I personally really do go for a taller woman just cause I'm tall, like six, three. So I kind of have, I love like, how you like keep sprinkling that in there, knowing how important like height is <laughs> like, this is easily the fourth time in just this episode. You're like, I'm six, three, my dick walks into the room before I even get there. And like, people know it when I show up to a party. <laughs> It's like okay, you're in this and in this post-COVID Zoom economy, I've lost all my power on these Zooms. <laughs> I used to be a big dude in the room. Now I'm just a little fucking box and I just like everybody else. Okay. So I'm gonna remind people that I'm six fucking three. Um so yeah, so like I've had I've dated girls that are, you know, five one, five two, and I've just I've literally felt like awkward standing next to them or like kissing them. And so I guess if we're getting into the more like spe specifics, like I definitely go for, you know, five, seven and taller. I don't think people pick their friends though, based on height. I think this is a personality. Like, do you think personality wise, you we get it, Rob, you're six, congratulations. Do you think the past people that you dated personality wise would, would gel in any situation? Had, if they had the opportunity to connect um god they all kind of like weirdly hate each other <laughs> like i don't know maybe maybe that's a fault of my own of just like the overlap you know that i've i've experienced because again i've i really i've been too insecure to be single like truly i've just been like i need to have a partner so as one relationship ended another one began very quickly and this is kind of the only time in my life where that's not happening um so i'm gonna go with no they wouldn't get along and uh in terms of the type i would say yeah i have a type i have a type all right uh the more that i thought about it um i would say that i think like a few would get along in one setting and then a couple other might like pair off or be a little bit more like wallflowery um you know, I was trying to give the benefit of the doubt of just, I, I think a couple of them like fall in the like 
type A or, or media centered jobs that are very creative. So they have this overlap and, you know, they're very interesting and somewhat like bubbly people. And then there's been other girlfriends who just like are a little more shy and a little more reserved. And so they might've been, I don't think all of them collectively would, would just like hit it off. And yeah, there is, then you think you're like, yeah, they would definitely bond over just like shitting on me. So that'd be a, like that commonality just like can sometimes really bring people together. Does Um, he leave the cabinets open when he makes a sandwich? (laughs) God damn it. I, I, I think I have, um, I I've been like, I don't want to say like looking for this like warmth or like maternal energy, but I definitely, you know, I've, I've gone on dates with girls that are just, uh, maybe, maybe it's a maturity level or an immaturity level. And like, I'm looking for this, like kind of warm, like a level of warmth that, uh, you really can't judge via text or via app. You can kind of only feel it once you're like with the person one-on-one have you guys experienced that yeah i mean well again six three rob's a dad like let's just underscore these so i think it's natural man that that, like maternal energy is something that's a front runner um it definitely is something that i really am attracted to and want as well but that totally makes sense so (laughs) I guess we'll just edit out that dead pause. <laughs> yeah, we're good. We're working through this. We're doing great. Should we should we do Weber, you got a voice note. Yeah. Let's play yours. Okay. Mine might be okay, we'll do it and we'll do it once around with it. Um all right, hold on. Why why do you do this all the time? Why are you now so like hesitant to do you like keep talking like this was like last summer when we um so alex and i um lived in a house in uh boulder together when we first all moved to colorado with one other friend and you gonna say and for like a week straight alex was like i'm gonna get groceries for the house and i was like okay cool and like two days later he's like i'm i'm gonna do it i'm gonna get good and i and at the after like the third time of him telling me i go dude, either do it or you do like, no one asked you to get the, like, if you do it great, like I'm not sitting here. I went and got my own growth. Like it's one of those things. Sorry. Alex, it's it's like the Louis CK bit feel- uh, where he, like I was sitting in first class and this soldier got on the plane and I thought, you know, maybe I should just give him my first class seat. <laughs> And I didn't give it to him, but just because I thought <laughs> that I was going to do the nice guy move, I am a nice guy. I want to save it. I want to save it only because it's, uh, I think we should do the next one. Cause it's us laying out what we want for like our significant other, like us. I, us. Thought, it was, I thought it was talking about intentions. No, it was us making like a dream list and describing like literally like, um, she does this, she has this, she like, like literally painting the character description of our. I mean, we could match. do that exercise without hearing the voice note, but I I don't think that behooves us to do that exercise because I don't know, like just like you can paint a picture of this woman that like makes sense on paper for you, and then an entirely different woman comes into your life, and you're just like, boom, like yeah, that I, makes sense. That's a fair I, point. I struggle with the idea. And this is another thing that I like zag when everyone zigs of like, what, what's your type? And, you know, for me to sit here and be like, well, I feel like there are, I'm very, very attracted to women almost to a fault. That's probably another reason why, like, because it's like, there's so many options in a, the way that like it is presented to us of just, I like a lot of different looks on a lot of different women. Yes. I might like kind of tend towards one but at the same time i'm not it's not mutually exclusive on on just like i only date this look and this look only i've hyped this up so should i play it and then we'll do it and then we'll we'll close the episode on that yes okay please i i also i think we should hey since we did my name is cassie and my question is started again sorry episode, guys- wait say what you're gonna say before I just, I think in, in episode two, we talked about red flags of people we've been on dates with and X, and I think we should do an own self-reflection of red flags that maybe we've had. Maybe yes. we did that actually in episode two. But. Of ourselves. I think it's a good thing. Our own red flags. I think it's a good yeah. thing. 
I, yeah. I think the more self-deprecating we can be, the better. Yeah, All right, yeah, that, go, yeah, that, go for it, Webb. Just keep be talking about fun. me not putting stuff away after I make a sandwich. The thing is, is that he's 6'3", so where he he's sees six the three. Cabinets, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, see, the red flag is that I'm 6'3", so I can't date anyone under 5'5". Five five. I just don't like leaning down that <laughs> like, much to kiss a girl, but like... He's like, when I hold them, they feel too safe and protected and warm. <laughs> <laughs> with my hairy body and dad bod. And yes, I am a father, by the way, as well. Um, <laughs> producer, actor of a short form. What is it also with Wedding Crashers where he's telling the story and she's like, aren't you like six, four? And he's like, yeah, but you just feel so small in my yeah. arms. There's yeah, Wedding Crashers. Yeah, it's so Here good. We go. From Cass. Hey guys, my name is Cassie. And my question is, in the first episode, you guys talked about discussing what your dating intentions were up front. I'm wondering if any of you have ever sat down and written down or thought about what you are wanting from a partner, whether it's character traits they would possess or life goals or how they want to raise kids to really clarify to yourself what things are really important or make or break for you in a relationship. Yeah, Cass, thank you. So intentions, you were right, Jordan. Yeah. Um, let's do around the horn. Snaps well, I, for Cass. Snaps for Cass. Thanks, Cass. Snap, 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 snap. Um, so... Uh, I, I'm going to just jump right in. Cause I, I have almost like a somewhat tangent question on top of that of, um, I don't think I've like written out a list. Like Rob was saying right before this, like it feels almost too formulaic of this person, like the literal, they check all the boxes. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think I actually have <laughs> like boxes or, or bullet points written out, but it's just, Hey, these are certain things that I'm looking for. You know, maybe it is like someone with a big family or someone who's close to their family or someone who is ambitious and all of that kind of stuff. And so th there's a balance with it, but I'm curious to know if that while you're dating and the intentions around this, if you've had conversations, I, 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 Rob, you might've done this because girls just fall in love with you so quickly is like, do you set your intentions early on of like, Hey, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm seeking here in my current status. So I can break it down kind of like pre, you know, after Noel died and I just got back out there, I was very much like, yeah, I'm looking for my wife. Like I'm looking for my next wife. I want to build a family with her. I want to, you know, take the next step. And, um, I, I was, I really meant that and felt that and then got into, you know, a serious relationship. And I think this time around, I've been setting more of an intention of like, you know, I, I want to have an open heart and fall in love again, but I'm also embracing single dumb, whatever that means. If that's just like finding comfort in myself versus in another partner. Um, <clears throat> so I have, I have those conversations. Yeah. I, I'll just be like, Hey, like, I just want, you know, I want to see you. I love spending time with you, but I'm, you know, I'm not looking for something serious right now. And I don't know. I, it's, it's kind of painful doing it because there's also a part of me too, that I'm just like, I do want something great and substantial yeah. and legitimate, but there's like another part of me pulling me just being like, dude, just keep exploring this single Rob for a little bit. And just to, just to reiterate, like, Sometimes when people say like, I'm not looking for something serious, it's kind of like the F boy mentality or like, you know, it's that just to like give the reflection for Rob. He's the anti of that. It's more of you were married and she passed and then you had a long-term relationship that ended. And just like you said, you're like, even though you want to go into another relationship, you're like, I need to be alone and figure out who Rob is and be enough alone. Yes. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Great intentions. Yeah. But Alex, you're, you're dodging this, this answer. Am right I? Now. Cause yeah. it's just like, I, we might be out of time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, my answer is when my last relationship ended um, and this had kind of been my view before it, but all right. I just very much understand that I do want to build, I want to meet someone. I want to build a life with someone. And I, and I, I feel like, you know, that pretty early on. And so a lot of times for like, a, a, I would say three or four years, I would either not date or I, after the first date, I would kind of end things before it even had a chance to become anything because I was like, I don't think we're a life match and ended it. And then some of my friends were like, that's a very intense outlook, man. Like you can also just let things play out. 
But I will say, I think the danger with that is that because like we talked about romance and love is so intimate, my last relationship, because we let it play out, even though we kind of knew we weren't a big fit, it ended up being a year long relationship. We were maybe going to move in together. And then that truth that we weren't really a fit resurfaced and it was a really hard breakup. So I still wrestle with this of, is it a better thing to just, if you don't feel it kind of end it earlier on, whether she does or I do to kind of like save the heartbreak. Yeah. Or do you let things unfold? And right now I'm in a season of like re-entering the like, okay, maybe it's okay to let things unfold because that's life. And, you know, maybe you'll share a, a wonderful experience together, whatever it may be, but I'm still navigating that. I'll be honest, because I, I don't know the right answer. Did I sidestep or did I answer? Well, it, it, it was great. Sorry. Just hold for sound. One second. There's a, a dumpster. Is that symbolic? Is that symbolic of my, that's they're like, Weber just answered dumpster Q dumpster. Yeah. Q dumpster fire. Uh. Um, I think you present a really interesting topic and something that like I see a lot of, and I I somewhat touched on it of just, I see a lot on social media is like, I'm dating for marriage. So don't waste my time. And like, literally the, like, if you don't feel it in that first date, deuces and it's uh, you know sometimes i do think you know it, it brings up the question of is actually having butterflies a good thing or is that your body and your gut telling you like run the other way actually vert you know like what how can we approach this um so y- you present a really good question when we're, you know you have to run and i think should be brought up for for another another day all right, so let's let's finish this episode just around the horn. Each of us get to say one of our own red flags. Not for like like red flags that we possess. Wait, should yeah. we do that or should we say that for another one? Should we talk like should we go around and talk about like the thing that we're grateful for about being single? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Te- around- so, so now we're teasing episode 4. Come back to see to hear our our horrible self-loathing red flags. We write down the red flags for each other and see who cries first. <laughs> episode. All right. So then around the horn, what are our, what are we most grateful for, for being, cause all three of us are, you know, we're dating, but we're, I guess, officially single. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan, you kick it off. This is such a default thing that I've realized. I'm just like, tough question. Let's throw it to Jordan and then we'll figure it out. And then I re-listened to it and I'm like, why do I sound like an idiot every time? And the guys are like, great. I had four minutes to think my answer and feel really oh. good. And I'm just like, oh, all right. My pants are down. Great. Let me, uh, um, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, okay. I'll start. How about yeah. that? Okay, there's a fly. If you got it. Hold on, there's a fly. Maybe one of you should go. <laughs> really, let's toss it to Jordan while that fly. <laughs> uh, okay, so being single, what do I like about it? I Okay, I've definitely tapped into a creative part of myself that I haven't tapped into in a while. Um, he's always been there. He's always existed. Um, but I've been... You know, I was married. I'm a dad. I've been very focused on, you know, my life with a partner and in not having like an exclusive, you know, full-blown relationship, although I may want one, uh, it has freed up this capacity for creativity that I'm embracing. Such a good one. I'll go next. So Jordan has ample time to, uh, I'm really grateful for good friends. Uh, very grateful for you too. Very grateful for the men we admire crew. Um, I don't feel alone because of really good friends. So that's been uh, a great thing. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for you too. I'm so grateful for you too. Don't don't get into relationships. Don't leave me. <laughs> Okay, snaps, 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 snaps. 
JK? Uh, yeah, I'm grateful for, you guys both said great things and things that I think I've tapped into as well. Um, like friendship, uh, the men we admire crew creativity. Um, I think I just, the, I've just tapped into really reminding myself the enjoyment of, of being by myself. I travel so much and I put so much pressure, especially with like COVID and quarantine and being alone. And I was like, I, I just need to always be with so someone needs to come with me on these trips. I'm doing all this stuff. And so to just kind of like find the things that I have like, and lean into the things that I love, like riding around on my electric bike, going to the gym, taking care of myself, like cooking meals, listening to podcasts, watching movies that are just things that I want to do that I can just settle into. And so, um, you know, and, and that, that's what I feel most grateful for of just realizing the things that I love the most, like moving to Colorado and skiing, like being present in those moments, every time I'm on the mountain, I'm just like, I'm so happy I'm here. This has got to be called snaps. This episode, this episode is snaps hundred percent. Um, well guys, I, first of all, I love you both very much and lots of love to our listeners. Um, we'll be back next week with episode four of still single, the podcast um and give us a follow on instagram it's at we are still single and you can also follow the three of us i'm at single girl dad there's at i'm alex weber and at jordan kahana um find us on instagram and tiktok and you know tune in every week while we explore the joys of being still single you six three guys <laughs>